Hello from the BBC. I'm Pete Ross with an update on the latest developments on the war in Ukraine. Further efforts have been made over the last few hours to evacuate civilians from the besieged city of Mariupol in southern Ukraine. Kyiv says it reached an agreement with Russia to allow some civilians, women, children and the elderly, to leave. Roman Skylarov fled Mariupol but knows people there, including his grandmother. My grandma and a lot of uh, people who I know in Mariupol, they still want to be there. And she's uh, old enough, but I know some people who is still young and they still don't want to live they don't know what's happening in Ukraine. They, they, they think that uh, what's happening in Mariupol happening everywhere. They don't have full information at all because they don't have internet and uh, information. Several previous organised evacuations have failed, despite growing international pressure and the involvement of the Red Cross. Mariupol's deputy mayor, Sergei Orlov, accused Russia of blocking humanitarian aid. They have absolute lack of everything, lack of water, food, medicine, help, and uh, Russia totally blocks everything, any humanitarian help or evacuation, and all this news about possibility to go away, to leave uh, either Mariupol or Azovstalplan territory is a fake. Russia is determined to capture Mariupol as it tries to cement control of the land route to Crimea, which Russia annexed in 2014. Earlier, a deadline issued by Russia for Ukrainian forces in the city to lay down their weapons has passed, with no sign that Ukrainian soldiers have surrendered. In a video sent to the BBC and other media, a marine commander in Ukraine's last stronghold in the southern city, a steelworks plant, says his men might have only hours left. Major Sherry Volnya said his troops will not surrender. This is our appeal to the world. This could be the last appeal of our lives. We are probably facing our last days, if not hours. The enemy is outnumbering us ten to one. They have the advantage in the air, in artillery, in their forces on land, in equipment and in tanks. We are only defending one object, the Avastal plant, where, in addition to military personnel, there are also civilians who have fallen victim to this war. It was hoped residents elsewhere in the city would be able to use the evacuation route to the Ukrainian-held city of Zaporizhzhia, which Kyiv says has been agreed with Moscow. The BBC's Dan Johnson is in Ukraine. The Russian Defence Ministry claims it hit a 1,000 military targets across Ukraine last night. In the Donbass region, Russian forces gained some ground along the 300-mile front line, but the Ukrainian army was able to resist assaults and retake some areas. In an interview with the BBC, Ukraine's former Prime Minister, Yulia Tomashenko, warned against expecting a peaceful, negotiated solution. Today, in Ukraine, we have a full-scale war, and the full-scale wars can be only finished at battlefield. And Ukraine, together with the whole of the free world has to win at the battlefield. Otherwise, not Putin, not Kremlin could be stopped. Meanwhile, Western leaders have promised to increase deliveries of weapons to Ukraine as it attempts to resist a renewed Russian offensive in the east of the country. After a video call with US President Joe Biden, Germany pledged money for Ukraine to buy German anti-tank and air defence equipment. 
Britain is sending anti-ship missiles. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky has repeatedly asked for more help. John Kirby is a spokesman at the Pentagon. It is certainly within the realm of the possible that the Ukrainians will want additional artillery systems and additional artillery rounds, and we will have those conversations with them, and if that's the need, we'll do everything we can uh, to meet it. And Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky has denounced Russia's army as barbaric and inhuman. In his latest video address, he said even more military aid was needed. If we had access to all the weapons we need, which our partners have and which are comparable to the weapons used by the Russian Federation, we would have already ended this war. We would have already restored peace and liberated our territory from the occupiers because the superiority of the Ukrainian military in tactics and wisdom is quite obvious. Those are the latest developments on day 56 of Russia's invasion. I'm Pete Ross at the BBC.